Okay. I hate it when people talk right up on the mic. Oh my God, it's gross. It's so gross. I don't want your germs. Yeah. It's so I don't. Gross. And even if it's not your lips, I don't want your chin oil. Yeah. That's so nasty. Yeah. I hate when a woman with, I mean, this sounds like me, but it wasn't me, <laughs> but a woman with like red lipstick. Cause I haven't seen any male comics with red lipsticks. Not saying that there are any that are not out there. Are there are a lot too, but I'm never. just saying I've only seen women. But when I can see it on the mic after they've been up. Oh. And I'm like, your mouth has been on this. Stop it. Which is your least favorite hold? My least favorite is when they hold the mic on their chin. Oh, and it's God. like, why? why did you need, is it mic that heavy and you're that weak that you need to have support to hold the mic? Like, come on. You should be strong enough. If not, work out. I hate when people, I can't do it here in the studio because I've got a pot filter in front of me and everything. But when they lean really close to the mic and they do the whole mumbly thing into it because they think it's funny to, like, eat the mic and be mumbly. I don't want to hear your mumbles. <laughs> then you can't hear your joke. Um, they're not funny. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they mumble so then they get their pity laughs. I was in a class once and this guy was so sick and he was just mouthing all over that mic. Ugh. And I could see that the, the teacher of that class could tell I was horrified. And so he made another person go on before me. He's like, I think you're the least germaphobic person left in this room. But it was just me. So I know he was talking about me. But he could just <laughs> see the horror in my face of like, oh, I'm going to barf. I'm going to barf if I have to touch the mic. so gross. Yeah. So gross. The yeah. mouth, the mic shouldn't touch you. Like yeah. the mic, the mic head, that sounds so sexy. <laughs> the mic head should not touch you. Like no. it doesn't need to. So the way that... I was taught at Flappers was that you do kind of like the hang 10. Like you make a hang 10 hand, yeah. you put the thumb on your chin, and then wherever your pinky is, is where the mic, as I hit our mic, yeah. should be. Yeah. So that way it's enough. I mean, the mics work. They don't need your help by you yeah. being up on it. They Here's, can work actually better if it actually works the way it's yeah. supposed to work, which is a couple inches away from your face. Here's the amazing thing. I think 99.9% .9 of comedy clubs have a sound guy or gal. <gasps> really? So if you're too quiet, they'll turn you up. And then you'll be fine. Don't eat the mic. Hey, listeners. We have another two-part interview, this time with Corey Ringdahl. He's a comedian I met earlier this year, and he has a fascinating story. Adoption, mom issues, bar fights. We hope you thoroughly enjoy part one and come back next week for the surprising second half of this interview. You're listening to the Mother Effin' Podcast with Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. We have a very special guest with us today, somebody I'm, I'm very excited to talk to. I am too. I met him at a comedy class and was just entranced by his story. It was wonderful. So without further ado, please welcome Corey Ringdahl to the Mother Effin' Podcast. Hi. 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 I guess you guys F mothers. Is that how that works? Well, or your, I your mothers who have been effed. I mean, well, a that, yes. of all. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, it describes something, you know? I mean, they call it McDonald's hamburgers. You're expecting a hamburger. I'm expecting F moms. F moms. <laughs> we are kind of effed up. Okay. I will say that. that. We works. have a pretty effed up life. Yep. Yep. It yeah. does. We're pretty mother reffing when it comes down to it. <laughs> I'd agree. Fantastic. So, what was so interesting about your story, and we'll start first, is. You were adopted. Yes. In North Dakota. Yes. Where I was born. We were born in North Dakota as I well. I was born in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah. 
Was it a private adoption or through foster care? It was through uh, the Catholic Church. Oh. Yeah, Catholic Family Services in the 1970s uh, up there. Sounds more private then, I would imagine. I mean, it's organizational, but it wasn't like I was... I mean, I've, I've got a bit when I do uh, my adoption bit, it starts out, I was adopted, which is kidnapping, but with paperwork. Yeah. And uh, which I love. Everybody else is like, eh, <laughs> that's real dark, Corey. You probably like, tell everyone, too, that he's a good comedian. He is a very good comedian. Oh, thank yes. you. And the lies they tell on this show are amazing. <laughs> They're all lies. Thank you. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was through an organization, but it was a private organization. So, but a bit, that's, you know big because it's yeah. the catholic church so it's kind of yeah so I'm, I'm getting us i'm supposing here but was your mom sort of an unwed teen mom she absolutely mom? was all of those things ah, yeah. ah so ah, my okay. i was actually thinking about my origin story because that's what this is yes uh, on the way here and uh just trying to make sure i get all my facts at least in order um so my bio dad richard was i don't know 18 19 and driving across a bridge from Grand Forks, North Dakota to East Grand Forks, Minnesota. They're really creative with the name <laughs> wow. up in Super. that area. Yeah, my bo- goodness. Oh gosh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and he spots uh, a, a girl about the same age named uh, uh, Dolores Bratton coming on the, the other side of the bridge, like coming like you know in his direction. And he's uh, like in the passenger seat of the car, or whatever. And he leans out the window and shouts, you know, like, "Hey, baby, want to fuck?" Oh my gosh, very forward. Very forward. And she she turns and looks at him with a look on his face, just like, what? And says, come over here and say that. So his so he tells his friend to stop the car. He gets out and says it again. And she's just so flabbergasted and, and charmed that they, that, like, it, I'm bec- I am because of catcalling. Wow. Oh my goodness. I am a product insane. of catcalling. That's insane. Yes. This is the story okay, so they, they told me. Oh, there was no romance. Though I mean, that's why it started. I okay. mean, it, it wasn't like I was like, and, and then they fucked, and then they got conceived. conceived. The end. No, they okay. were together for like I gotta say, like maybe like a year. Oh, okay. Before I was eighteen conceived. and nineteen. I mean, that's a relationship. Yeah, yeah. They were together for a while. Um, then she was pregnant, and then uh, I was carried to term. Obviously, because yes. I'm here. Yeah, we are uh, grateful for that. Thank you. And uh, and then I was given up for adoption like immediately. Like they, she made the decision early on or midway through because, like deep down, they both realized this is we're at a we're a pretty volatile couple. Oh, so it wasn't a very happy it was, relationship. I mean, it was it was passionate. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, like he would tell me stories uh, about, uh, like the one time that he woke up to her like on top of him, not sexy, just like stabbing with a giant knife the headboard over and over and over again she woke and he woke up like um why are you doing that i just want you to talk to me she said oh she had problems he had different problems uh and they yeah yeah Yeah. wow who'd you hear these stories from uh him and she corroborated some of the stories. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so. Uh, She's he, like, it was a steak knife. It was hardly a paring <laughs> knife. Nothing was going to happen. It wasn't even our bed. It was fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and, and she acknowledged, like, she had a pretty rough childhood. Uh, she had a pretty Oof. rough parentage. Yeah. Um, like, her parents were, uh, when I say rumored, I say, like, they both told me the story of how they would, go, again, this is her parents, would go to, like, a local relatively rural bar in grand forks like south of grand forks and go in and get really just drunk and fight everybody oh my god 
God. Like what? fight the entire bar. Not each other. Like they would team up against As the rest couple? of the bar. Yeah. God, Famous? that's kind of like an amazing story. Like I'm kind of proud and I'm kind of shocked oh, wow. and scared. Can you just say on the once. couch, what do you want to do tonight? Yeah, like I, I just want to watch wanna TV. Do? Like I don't want to go to a bar. Let's, let's go to a bar. Let's go to a bar and let's see how many people we can fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we like, did that last weekend, but let's just do it again. Well, we have to. We did it last week, and we have to do it again. There were survivors last. Oh week. no, that was the original survivor. Yeah. Oh my goodness, um, that's insane. Yeah, I know. He when he uh, picked her up for like their first date, he uh, he opened up the door. He like knocked. Nobody answered. He opened up the door. It was dark inside, and uh, like her mom was sleeping on the couch just like set up a black eye drunk as hell drunk as hell and uh like what do you want like i'm 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 here to to see dd that was her nickname yeah uh yeah (laughs) dd she just passed back out again oh like that's how that's how he met my maternal grandmother oh my gosh and uh and on and on and on so uh yeah so i'm a product of this uh insane union yeah, what's the paternal grandparents like? Do you know, like, uh, like so? My bio dad's mom is still alive. Oh wow! Like ninety six. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Like outlived Stan Lee. <laughs> right? Oh. Like that's wild to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's still around. She's you know great. She's just real, just gosh down to earth grandma kind of. Yeah, real nice lady. Oh okay. Oh, I was um, worried. She's like, I'm fighting everybody on the <laughs> north end of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they split the territories. They were they were two different crime families. It's perfectly fine. No, and then um his dad was the, the the stories I hear about the dad are like he he was like a successful businessman, drank a lot, like had mm. but not in like a not in a, you know, not in a destructive for the family kind of way, but died real early. Yeah. Of okay. like heart attack or yeah. whatever. Like drinking himself to death? Not of? even drinking himself oh. to death. Just like living super hard. Like there's oh. there's a lot of like Irish going on there. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, and that's just how he was raised. He was raised to drink a lot and die early. Oof. So that's that's how we made men back then. <laughs> um, <Sure>. Disposable. <laughs> yeah. So they did not marry though. They, they did lived together, but marry. they didn't marry. After they gave me up for adoption, uh, they did stick around as a couple together for like another year. Oh wow! And, uh, Any more kids? No, okay. I'm I'm the only fruit of those looms for both. Eventually, even of as just well? well, no, of, of that, that of that particular okay. combination. Yeah, she got married, and uh, there are a couple of kids out of that union. In fact, uh, my sister, uh, half sister on her side, lives in town here. Oh wow! Yeah, really? which is great. And like I met them when they were young, mm-hmm. so uh, like I'm basically I'm their brother. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Cool. That's great. Yeah, it's really great. Okay. And uh, like I, you know, go there. I go to her uh, apartment for Thanksgiving, Christmas, oh, that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, that's lovely. She washes my cat when I leave town. <laughs> nice. So it's just, it's like family. That's great. It's like, it's a lot like family. Um, uh, and then uh, the brother on that side, he's kind of a feckless guy. He lacks feck. <laughs> Uh, okay yeah he uh he gets stoned all the time is uh long-haired kind of yeah yep he's a you know (laughs) slow talker but he you know means what he says uh loves to cook um he loves living in like fargo or grand forks or whichever town he's in right now and just loves being in north dakota oh my gosh good for him good for him do you have a relationship with him too barely Okay. okay yeah he's not much of a talker so and i don't live in the area yeah, right? that makes sense. So, like, what are we going to talk about? I mean, I flew him out to, uh, after Dee Dee died, I flew him out to Oakland where I was living. 
and showed him like all kinds of like fun Oakland stuff. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. And like yeah, it was great. I took him to like underground like bands and like yeah, and he like made out with some girl. I'm like you goddamn right. <laughs> but then he like he went to Berkeley to get to to buy pot and it was fine. And then he went to buy pot in Berkeley again and got mugged. Oh god. And he would just no. He would, then he went home. He was done. I'm like nope, got mugged. I've never been mugged no, no. in my life, but I also don't buy weed in Berkeley. Yeah. Like yeah. on the street. Yeah. 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 We have dispensaries for that now. Yeah. So. I know. The, and then in my The muggings have gone down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The muggings have slightly gone down, but the taxes are higher, which yes. some people would equate to, <laughs> to mugging. Gone mugging down. Yeah. Uh, my bio dad had uh, another, actually, a, a few other children with uh, other moms. Oh. And uh, there's, uh, I've got a sister. And I know her and I've been, we've hung out and it's mm-hmm. totally great. And then I've got, uh, there's a couple of, there's a set of twins that we've never met. We meaning the entire family. Mm. Uh, and when Richard passed away last year, we were like, okay, what do we do about the twins? <laughs> like it became this dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah brother impossible. And, um, we tracked down the mom cause we had like all the, all the paperwork for everything yeah. now. And, uh, and I talked to her and it just kind of got a little, okay, a little, she wanted to know a whole bunch of stuff and be my pal. And then she, oh, she pulled it back away. Yeah. Oof. And so I'm like, okay, do you want to, are you going to tell these kids or not? Or yes. And um, she's just not gonna. Mm. So, I mean, they were never curious. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe right. one day, maybe. maybe were they day. adopted too? No, no. no they they just, just. Were you he, the only one adopted out of those? Yes. Kids? Okay. Yes, absolutely. And then I was, but I was both of their, I was their eldest child. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They would get together, uh, the story goes, uh, every May 12th, which is my birthday. Oh. And uh, for you identity thieves out there, my birthday is May <laughs> 12th. And um, Social security card number? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blood type. Oh, yeah. Second. Spinal tap. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's What's your maiden, your mother maiden my, name? My maiden <laughs> name. My maiden name. Yeah. Um, but uh, they would get together every May 12th and like go out and have a drink. And then fight people. And then fight <laughs> so many people. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and just continued up until. Up until they met me. Wow. And then they took me on this wild party. And oh, uh, they, yeah, they took me to various bars, including the, the bar that uh, her parents would like go get in fights at. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they like took me out way too late. I'm like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> and one of them did turn around and say to me, we brought you into this world and by God, we'll take you out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. They had a really good time with the phrases because they nice. never got to use them. Yeah. 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 So, They're like, we're going to get them all in tonight. Yeah, exactly. No, it was fantastic. That was my first Bloody Mary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Good times. Good times. Uh, so we'll go back a little bit in time. So you're adopted almost immediately. I was adopted. Almost, well, I wasn't adopted immediately. Oh. I was taken away immediately. immediately. Oh, taken away. I spent, uh, I did the, I, after facts and figures and math doing, I spent about six weeks somewhere. Hmm. I don't know where it is. Nobody knows where it is. Bermuda Triangle. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bermuda, North Dakota. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I was in like a, I don't know, like a shipping hand holding facility, you know, in oh a box gosh. next to the Ark of the Covenant in Valley City, North Dakota. You now know three names in, of towns in North, <laughs> North Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> very, very sorry. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then I was eventually adopted by the Ringdahl family. And- were they able to have children, not able to have children? They were not able to have children. Uh, my mom, so both of them are alive. Okay. Um, mom was unable to have children. She had like 
like, well, eating disorders and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. She already had like problems. Uh, and so that physically kind of shut off a lot of stuff. Gotcha. So, and then dad wanted kids. Um, so mom didn't want kids, but dad wanted kids. So oh, he, he like kind of pushed for the adoption. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't want any part of it. He, he also didn't want to marry my dad, but her family really liked my Ooh, dad. That's oh, not a success. Yeah. That's not set up for success here. Yeah. This right. Isn't, I, this isn't going in the right direction. No, I right. hope I'm not spoiling the snap here, <laughs> no. but uh, yeah, yeah. It, it did not make for the best of childhoods. My goodness. Um, yeah, she was not, she didn't want like his, she didn't want to be anywhere near her own life mm. at the time. Um, wow. Yeah. And she has since apologized and I've accepted based on the fact that if you can see what you did, all right, cool. But, um, she was just mean. She was just mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. She, I mean, and she, she was mean to everybody because she was lashing out. She yeah. was in pain. Does your dad compensate for that? Or was he working too much? Like he worked he- too much. He, we lived in Valley city, real towns. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and then he would drive to Fargo, sixty miles away, but that'd stay there all week, which is like an hour oh. drive. So, like, she'd be left home alone with you, with and, me. But it's only an hour dog. drive. That's right? like going in L.A. It's right? like traffic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 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 Yeah, and so he'd come back on weekends, and uh, you know, he'd be, he'd be all smiles until the, like, about a half hour passed, and he'd out with my mom. Um, and there, it would always be no. Be quiet. No, your mom's sleeping. Like during during the middle of the day because she would nap because she worked nights at a restaurant. Oh. Yeah. And wow. uh, I don't think we even needed the money. She I just, think she just really wanted to be out of the house. She needed something for her, yeah. her identity. Yeah. Especially if she's living a life she doesn't want. Right. She should have gone into comedy. Exactly. <laughs> there, I can count the number of stand-up comedy clubs on no hands in Valley City, <laughs> oh, no. North Dakota in the 1970s or really any time. Oh, my goodness. Ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she, that was her outlet, uh, that and smoking, uh, she never drank. She was never a drinker. They, they didn't have pot in Fargo or in Valley city anyway, that I can attest to. So how do they find the adoption agency to begin with? That's a great question. So they were Catholics. Like, so she okay. was Catholic. He converted and, um, from some crazy, like, I want to say Mennonite, but it's, that's not quite it. Oh, uh, gotcha. They were like Amish, but with electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are the Mennonites, aren't they? Are they? I yeah. Think so. Okay. Yeah. Because I asked, are you guys Mennonites? No, we're friends. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> swears now. Swears. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So he converted. Them, so Catholicism. I guess maybe they went through the church directly. Okay. That explains a little bit to me and like the the why and the how that your mom got pushed into this because it, it just seems like this is what you do if you're yeah. dating this long. This is what you do. Right. So you yeah. should be having kids. Not, so this is what you do. Nineteen seventy four was the pregnancy. Seventy five was the birth. So that's about the time. And again, it's the middle of nowhere, North Dakota. Yeah. There's, I mean, women's lib has been talked about on the radio briefly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like that's, that's about it. Like bio mom was feisty and rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Uh, bio dad was just like a fun party time guy. So yeah, the, like adoption was what was going to wind up happening or keep the child and who knows what happens. Yeah. She, she did turn out to be a great mom to her, to the kids that she raised. Didi. Didi did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard turned out to be uh, like the kind of dad that for the other kids, for the rest, for the, well, for the one that he knew about, uh, my sister on that side, uh, kind of distant, but mostly out of guilt mm. and h- him not knowing how to deal with his own guilt. 
Mm. So, yeah. So he would like withdraw because he was, you know, repressing the guilt. And so he would always just be kind of far away and he, she could never get in and it got all just sad and terrible oh. for 20 years. Did, are you jealous they had a good relationship with your mom? Wait, that who had it? No. Your, your oh, siblings uh, on, on her the, side? On her yeah. side. You know, I never thought about it. I never did. Well, think about it now. Think okay. about how they got a better mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, they, I, yeah, they absolutely had a better relationship, and it, you know, obviously must have shaped them in some way. Um, I don't know how much of their upbringing was based on the guilt that she had about not having me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she transferred it instead of being withdrawn into I'm going to overly mother. Again, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know. But I mean, it had to have affected. In some way. In some way yeah. how she was a mother and a, and a wife and just an alive person. Well, I mean, I figure if she's not going out beating people up at bars every weekend, she's already <laughs> winning in some ways. <laughs> way better. You know? As it turns out, she married somebody exactly unlike her dad. So oh. again, this, this real quiet, taciturn, well, uh, so that's where my brother gets it. Oh, gotcha. It's his dad. Yeah, gotcha. got it. exactly, exactly. So did you know you were adopted growing up? So at the age of three, uh, I looked in what served for me as a mirror, which was this microwave in the kitchen. Mm. And I was peeking up over the ledge, looking at myself because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> and um, looking at my face, thinking about other kids and moms and dads that I've seen. Like, dad, do I look like you? And then out from the, the living room watching the game. No. Do I look like mom? No. Oh. Who, who do I look like? Well, and then we had the first of many. Oh my what, God. what is adoption? Wow. Um, well, on one hand, I applaud that it was opened early enough that yeah, you, I mean, he I wasn't asked. lying. Yeah. I asked. He didn't lie. Yeah, yeah I mean, didn't well, lie. Well, he, let's face it, my, my dad is not canny enough to lie. He's a poor liar. That's why he's in prison now. Oh my goodness. Ooh, we'll get to that going. part of the story. So he's going I think we, we might have fast forwarded a bit. Um, but yeah, he uh, he tried to explain it to me and I was three, so it just yeah. went whoosh, flaming over my head. Finally around seven, I asked like the fourth or fifth time and he's like, I told you this already. Well, tell me again. I don't get it. And so he explained and again, credit to him for coming up with something kind of creative. Yeah. The, um, well, when there's a mama cat that has too many kittens, and there's another mama cat that doesn't have any kittens at all, and did the yeah. kind of that sharing okay. kind of split, yeah. which in retrospect was abnormally sweet of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> abnormally <laughs> sweet of him. I love it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I just think, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, God, what if Dad ever hears? No, he's never going to listen to a podcast. <laughs> What's going on? So right. now that the cat's out of the bag, hey. <laughs> Did your mom, did she, did she ever, you know, say things about you being adopted saying, I wish we hadn't done it? No, or, you no. Know. She never, she was, she never deliberately hurt me. Well, that's, that's at least good. She was this. Step up. Yeah. <laughs> right. She, no, she, I mean, she had a conscience. She has a soul. She just was under such a, just huge amount of duress. Gotcha. That every action she took, every reaction she had was hurtful. Mm. Right. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's like kind of like a wild cat. Yeah. Honestly, to accidentally go back to that yeah. metaphor. Uh, that's been, you didn't, you know, nothing but kicked around all of its life. She's always going to be like reflexive, defensive. Yeah. Get too close. Rawr. Yeah. And unfortunately, because she didn't want a child, right? That's mm -hmm. how it was. And I was no spring picnic. 
man <laughs> wow like i was the poster child for adhd i swear oh no i was a loud rambunctious like run around run around you run around. Oh, no. <laughs> or it was either that or sit in front of the air conditioner staring at it and listening to it just bedazzled oh my goodness yeah well to be fair we we did, it was a really cool air conditioner when i met my bio parents because uh, my uh dd she there was like a blizzard or something a hail damage on the roof and she uh, she turned to her husband and said do you mind if we just take this insurance money and let me find that earlier kid she's like yeah okay so <laughs> they they uh she looked she found we met um how old are so you so she found you she found me she, how old are you i was 21 it was legal for me to look at 18 uh -huh. but it was money that i didn't have gotcha and it was money they didn't have until hail damage gotcha so it's literally like a sign from god or an act of god anyway to go to go and do the thing and i was 21. before we jump into that did you ask a lot of questions growing up about any questions about your like what were their names where were they from i did ask and they didn't know they didn't know so it was a very closed adoption extremely closed and uh dd didn't have a lot of choice in what happened either mm. she was at, she was asked one question should he be raised catholic or not wow and it was the only choice she had so she said yes she wasn't religious huh. she just uh, yes Spur of the moment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they waited for a Catholic family that was close by, and that was them. And do you know if, like, on the night that you were born, did they just kind of whisk her, like, you away? Or did I you was get held, time? I was held briefly, but mm. very briefly. Heartbreaking. Very. Just like very. a heartbreaker heart again. Yeah. Oof. So then we'll jump back to you're 21. Yes. And you've and been wanting to find your birth parents. I'd been curious all my life. Okay. And the older I got, the more I was like, because there were times in my life when I'm like, bastards, give me a free adoption of these assholes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but uh, as I, you know, had moved out and then a few, a few years and I was like bicycling to work or something, I'm like, you know, maybe they were like this, you know, and I'd imagine him at this age and her at that age and decisions made. And I wound up forgiving them. Oh, that's a good. full two months before I was contacted. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. My, my timing was great. Um, and uh, when I met them, fully 70% of my personality fell right into place. Really? God, it was an eye-opening So you do you see a lot of nature versus nurture in, in people? So much nature in my yeah. story. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird what, and that's, I've always found myself to be a great experiment for that exact mm -hmm. thing. It was either, and I, deep down, I kind of hoped like, man, I hope I'm a twin too. So I could like <laughs> see, you know, like a twin that was like raised in Nebraska or like in California or what's yeah, that yeah. like? Raised by wolves. Oh, but you're still funny. That's weird. Um, yeah. So uh, the, the, I got a lot of my gregarious nature from both of them. She was very sarcastic. He was very like fun, haha -ha guy. She was a lot more sensitive emotionally. Mm -hmm. He was not the the intellect is there, like the type of intellect that I have, the the, the type of drunk that I am. <laughs> um, so she smoked pot with me in the womb. Oh, yes, on orders from his from her doctor. Oh, <laughs> well, it's the seventies. It's the seventies. It's the seventies. You know, I'm not going to go there right now. If you if you, if you smoke weed with him in the in the womb, though, it it'll, it'll calm him down. It'll be a calm baby. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, I was I was a very calm baby. I was, according to my mom. I was a very calm baby. Then then later on, like recently, I asked her, like, well, what do you mean calm? Because <laughs> I realized that I shouldn't just take you at your immediate work. Yeah. I should probably do some journalism on this. Well, she said, you were, you'd never cry. 
even when like even when your diaper was full, you'd never cry. I'm like, that's trauma. Yeah, <laughs> that's just trauma. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, I'd walk into the room and you'd be sitting there and you could just smell it to high heaven, she said. And um, you know, it would just be sitting there kind of staring off into the space. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm disassociating at the age no. of six weeks. Yeah. Bah. Yeah. And so from there, from so disassociating with a with a full diaper. Yeah. To, you know, her having to raise that. Yeah. As it like comes to realize what's around it. And the TV is the friendliest person in the house. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bad scene. Um, yeah. The the rest of uh, my family, especially on her side, was great. Mm-hmm. Is great. Uh, my uncle, aunt, cousins, um, my grandma and grandpa, all fantastic. I loved hanging out with them in the summer. They love dropping me off with them in the summer. <laughs> it all it all worked out for everybody. Um, yeah, so it wasn't like a hundred percent nonstop shitstorm. So you mainly forgave probably your birth mom and dad for giving you up because of what they left you with. Well, be, uh, I gave them. I well, I forgave them because I was like a year or two older than the you know age that I supposed that they were. Yeah, and I just if their lives were anything like mine. Yeah, I can understand. I can completely understand. Like not yeah. knowing, you know, not, you know, being in college, not having a clear path. If they're not, you know, middle, like firmly middle class in the 70s and married. Yeah. I mean, that's hard. That's the, those are the circumstances that they must have been in. And they were. Was was that a detail you got? Like you knew it was an unmarried woman? I I mean, I surmised. Surmised. Okay. I surmised it. I, I guessed that no married couple would give up uh, a child for adoption. Gotcha. Yeah. So did you get a call? Did you get a, a letter? A Facebook request? <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. Facebook request 24 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It was very Okay, early. okay, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> it was Friendster. Friendster Thank yeah. you. Yeah. How far else? How far back can we go? It's Friendster. What else? No? Nothing. IRC. Anyway, <laughs> I got an ICQ request from user ID number 16. No, um, it was a phone call from Catholic Family Services. Mm. I got a, I picked up the phone. I remember the shitty apartment I lived in in Fargo and uh, picked it up like, hello, is Cordell Ringdahl there? Cordell's my full given name. Cordell. Yes. Wow. That is a, that so is a name. You, you identity thieves out there, Cordell. The name is Cordell Ringdahl. <laughs> We're giving him everything. We have a couple more to go. So yep. Keep listening so you can get the full <laughs> effect. Yeah. Sixth caller gets the last four of my social security. <laughs> um, it's a podcast. Don't call in. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and I got the, you know, Cordell Ringdahl. I knew, I knew it was something. Serious. Special. Or, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. didn't it didn't have that tone of I'm the police and here's yeah. who's dead. Gotcha. It didn't have that tone. It didn't have that type of tone. Gotcha. And I'm like, yeah. And then she said Catholic Family Services instantly knew. I instantly knew it was wow. an adoption because there's no other reason for them to call. Yeah. They're not raising money. You <laughs> know? It's not like the policeman's ball. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. So I went in the next day, talked to the lady, you know, and just this and that, da 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 da, about stuff. What's she like? You know, what's he like? We don't know about him. Okay, that's cool. And uh, she wants to meet you. Okay, well, um, let me take a week. And and she said that's totally valid. Valid, yeah, absolutely. And I I knew the answer would be yes. I yeah. just wanted the week. Hmm. 
Mm. You know? What did you feel that you were going to be able what to kind of, yeah, need or accomplish in that week? In that to- week, just letting it settle in. Gotcha. Just letting it settle in. Like I thought it was going to be, well, I'm going to take a week and really, you know, mull over the decision. Yeah. There's no decision. Yeah. It's, it's yes or no. Um, and I, and I did think about like, well, what's that going to mean? And I was, I was actually super eager and it, it was very helpful to me to take that week to just know where my head and my heart mm-hmm. was at before I said yes. Did you talk to your adoptive parents about it at all? Um, I feel like I, hmm, that's a great question. I don't remember. I don't remember if I did or didn't. Um, and if like, if I did, I know that, <clears throat> I know they were completely supportive. Oh, that's, that's good. Of me doing yeah. it. Like, and again, I'd been out of the house. Yeah for a couple of years at least. Mm-hmm. So they, I was no longer, you know, Oh God, the child we're raising. <laughs> Instead I was, Oh God, the child that I raised incorrectly. <laughs> oh, no. So yeah, different kind of Catholic guilt. So they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, no, yes, please have do the thing. Um, they all met. Really? Eventually. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, one time only, but uh, it was still interesting. Uh, mom was very upset with Dee, Dee when she called me hers briefly, just oh. briefly. And uh, Dee Dee didn't mean anything by it. She was just like having a great time cackling away. The dads hung out and sat across a, like a picnic table eating barbecue on a farm in North <laughs> Dakota. There was nothing more. Uh, just, uh, yeah, it was just a template of dadhood. That is interesting, though, that your your mom got upset when your birth mom said you're like. Yeah, just in, in, just in passing. Yeah. Yeah, just, and she remembered that. Wow. Like, she like latched onto that shit. Well, so. I mean, she loved you Moms in a weird, weird way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she eventually, like once she she realized that she was doing a terrible job when there was one point when I was like six or seven, just before they like split up, my mom and dad, when she walked into the room, she hadn't seen me or I hadn't been around in a while. Maybe I was on vacation or something. And it was the first but time. But you're six. <laughs> right? <laughs> Might've been sent off to like one of the grandparents. Yeah. And they're like, I was on vacation. Yeah, I was on vacation. Room, yeah, so I, she wasn't with me. I was like, okay. I, I flew to Poland, explored for a while, <laughs> well, learned to walk. So it was funny. great. Um, but uh, I don't know what the circumstances were, but she at some point like came in the room and looked at me and I turned and looked and my first reaction was fear. Oh. And that's, that's, that's been like yeah. deep down when I, when I think of like, when I call the, my mom on the phone, it's different than the mom I think of yeah. as my mom, right? Cause the, the woman in the past that raised yeah. you is different than the one that calls you and, you know, talks about stuff. Maybe you drink a wine with her and it's neat and fun. Yeah. It's the, the, the angry woman, uh, that, you know, is going to hunt me down. Cause I feel like I, I've done something wrong. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, but man, I'm going to be punished for something. That is the mom feel. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wretched. I'm single, by the way. I don't know if that, <laughs> <laughs> that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wonder, you know, going, we're jumping around a little bit, but because it's I'm so sorry. fascinating. I know I have all these questions, but I. So when she know. sees that look of fear and she mm-hmm. kind of realizes it, does she change? No, she leaves. Oh, oh. So you were raised by your dad then after Mostly, that point. yeah. Wow. Yeah. She, she knows that she's the problem is what she said. Oh, that's even more heartbreaking. Yeah, the whole thing's ridiculously yeah. sad. <laughs> Did you see her often growing up? Um, you know, After that, after the separation, they got back together. They tried it again. It didn't work. I was around, oh God, I want to say third or fifth grade when they finally did the final split. I put you around 10. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it that. I, um, 
Yeah, and it uh, and then they eventually split up, and uh, I was with with their. <laughs> I'm reminded of that scene from The Simpsons, one of the uh, uh, Treehouse of Horrors, one of the early ones where they uh, Lisa gets to go on the rocket ship to escape the exploding planet. Yeah, and uh, they said, "Well, you've got your choice of parents. Which one's it's going to be, Mom?" <laughs> immediate don't even finish yeah. the question yeah. but in my case it was dad like who which of your parents would you like to spend dad oh dad yeah dad not that he was necessarily great yeah but he was just like a neutrally centrist choice oh my gosh yeah so is he still working that 60 minutes away job uh at that point we've actually moved to fargo okay at this point yeah. I was like, what a latchkey kid for oh, to be a I week was, by yourself. I was super latchkey anyway. Yeah. He, like, when I was living with them both, uh, she would work, he would work, and I'd come home, and then, like, four or five or six o'clock, I'd be starving, and they'd wow. come home. Um, they would get divorced. Uh, he worked, you know, in Moorhead, eventually became a truck driver. Hmm. And so I was living on my own under his legal guardianship. That's crazy. For at That's least insane. from at least 16 or 17. Oh my gosh. Forward. Yeah, he would like give me $20 for groceries every week. Oh my gosh. And I'd go and like get Totino's party pizzas and just like <laughs> cram them into my face. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of skinny as a kid. I don't know if that that's coming across. <laughs> So would mom like at least see you once in a while? Like no, up to that point? No. Not really. Did you talk to her? Very yeah. rarely. Like at some point I realized, huh, that's right, I have a mom. Like wow. was, yeah. Wow. Like I just had disassociation thought of her. Yeah. And didn't did she come to your graduations, things like that? Oh, I dropped birthdays. out of high school. Oh, you did? I did. But when I got my GED, they did both show up. Okay. Yeah, that's good. For the formal Go graduation. Mom. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are you gonna say to that? <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. When, um, I think when my, yeah, when my mom's mom died, uh, he was at the funeral and so was she, he was mm. at the funeral and they're, they're friendly now and have That's been good. for a number of years. Um, but I was in the basement of that Catholic church in rural North Dakota eating ham buns and macaroni salad. <laughs> and my mom was over like on my left talking to somebody to, to my left. And my dad was on my right talking to somebody on my right. And God help me. I stood back a little bit and just kind of like, what if they hadn't gotten divorced? And what if they were, had been like a bit of a nice family? And what if they just loved each other and everything had oh. been great? And I'm in my like mid twenties oh, having no. these eight year old thoughts. Yeah. 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 This isn't even the adoption story anymore. No, no, we're, <laughs> no. but it's part of it because I think, you know, that's, that's the hard part. And one of the things that I think is so great about the trainings now is they explain how an infant can actually be going through trauma how being taken from a mom right away causes immediate trauma in a, an infant and begins to send their world into a world of distrust. Okay. And it's yeah. it makes sense a lot of these things. Then to go into a situation where your adoptive mother is unable to attach and, and do the things she's supposed to do. Yeah, she wasn't emotionally equipped. Yeah. 80% of my daughter's yeah. trauma is because it was, was before nine months. Yeah. The other 20 is because I'm a bad mom. <laughs> we not won't go there. Bad. You're not I'm this like, bad. I'm like, I'm I feeling better you. about myself now. You should. You should. You absolutely should. But this yeah. is also, I wanted to, this is the reason why I feel like everyone needs to process kids. Yeah. Because I commend people who are like, you know, we're deciding not to have kids. Dinks. I'm not going to call something. Deciding <laughs> okay. in no kids. Yeah. And I'm like, at least you processed it through yeah. and you know, then that's fine. Don't mm -hmm. have kids. You're great. Have your life. Yeah. Don't bring a child into this world. Or adopt be, one. Or adopt yeah. one. Yeah, God forbid. To be yeah. raised not being wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No offense. Yeah. 
No, we, not you're taken. wanted here. You're wanted, <laughs> you're wanted. We want I'm like, you. We want you. Thanks, you know moms. I'm moving in. Um, I uh, I can move out my I'll move out my oldest. It's fine. I'm I'm older than both of you. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> It'd be an odd dynamic. <laughs> it kinda would. Mom, <laughs> do you have twenty bucks for the bar? <laughs> Don't go beat anyone up. <laughs> Play nice. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, play nice with the other drunken assholes. Oh, okay. man, that's great. Um, no, I, uh, I, uh, I'm I, i in therapy. Good. Yeah. Yes. I, I, we're all pro-therapy. Yeah, we're very pro-therapy. All types. Occupational, yeah. emotional, <laughs> right anything. On. Physical. Sure, yes. why not? And I, and I realized uh, recently that, again, it, it would change. It would have changed like everything in my life. But if I hadn't been put up for adoption... If I just been raised by that volatile couple, mm-hmm. I would be differently fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't have that core fracture, the one mm-hmm. that I feel all the time, oh. the one that, like the the one that it feels like the, like a core part of my personality was never nurtured, was never yeah. recognized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was always just sort of treated as go to your room. Like I was punished for behaving yeah. like myself, and and I feel like that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And so you think the core fractured happened not because you were put up for adoption, but because you were raised by a mom who essentially didn't want to have a kid. I think if I had been raised by somebody who at least got where I was coming from, that I was coming from somewhere, mm-hmm. that I wasn't just misbehaving. Yeah. Then yeah, I think it would have been better. Yeah, I think it, it wouldn't have been one hundred percent, but it would have at least you know been something. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if that fracture happens because of the adoption or because of the first years needing that big trust. I mean, imagine he gets adopted into a family who's desperately wants a child, both parents, and they love each other and they just pour love into this child. And they have a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you find the right family, and it could be great. Yeah, no, you know? I agree. Never, I'm just, I, I'm curious. That's why I'm just yeah. Asking. It's hard it's to like determine. It's hard to pinpoint where the fracture. Happened. I say those twins sound pretty effed up, <laughs> fucked up. So you would have been like them. <laughs> like, you know, I, honestly, from what I've seen, and because everybody's on Facebook, of now, course, like being, <laughs> I we we don't know how to find the two. Found them. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, they're they're publicly available. It's the internet now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to spend the the twenty nine dollars on some internet <laughs> detective anymore. Um. The, uh, more on that story later, but uh, there's so many stories you tell. I, know. I still need to know about prison dad. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. We're we're coming back to it. This is a great one. <laughs> oh, geez. So, um, uh, oh God, what was I even saying? Uh, oh, just you, they, how you, they appear on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, f- found them, and they looked fine. Okay, they looked happy. But everyone—that's a Facebook life. Yeah, that's yeah, a Facebook but life. These, but these were like the, my like, life looks pretty damn happy. They, they, these <laughs> are nice pictures. This wasn't their the kids like you know we're smiling for school pictures. It was like yay, we're on a fishing boat and we like fishing. Okay, all right. Like they have activities that they like to do and enjoy doing them Nobody with their likes family. Fishing. I know. <laughs> I hate Line number one. I hate boats, but I have to smile. I'm just saying, you put your best life forward on Facebook. Yeah. Sure, but right. if I were to put my best life forward at the age of four to 12 on Facebook, <laughs> there would be no pictures. Oh, gosh. Oh. It'd be like some Christmas toys that, oh. yeah, once in a while. And, and no other family stepped up. You said they were great, but not to the point of life. They were also like an hour away. Gotcha. So it was just, a, it was a distance. Yeah, time. distance thing. This is where the crap, I mean, oh, I get so frustrated and mad because it's like, 
I don't even know what I want to say because I'm so angry. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. oh, you're seeing this happen an hour away. Take the child in. Give them some love. They don't. That's not what they're seeing. They're just seeing yeah. that the family has problems. But you know, yeah. they're they're they pro- they're, they're working on them. Ah, still, yeah. I get. I blame everybody, everyone. The mind, the mindset didn't exist. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. I mean, and you're mm-hmm. not going to want to. There's a whole other realm of like not wanting to acknowledge that your daughter is like this. Yeah, or like your yeah. sister is like this. There's a whole other psychological profile we could do on those people who probably did see an insight of like this isn't healthy for you. Well, and there was there was a, there was a lot of there's a lot of repression, a lot of denial with mm-hmm. that. You yeah, because nobody wants their family to be broken. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when you know people with broken families. Well, those are you know bad people. Yeah. So now we're back at you've had a week. <laughs> you've had a week. Yeah. So I, okay. I and I meet him, and like I said, seventy percent of my personality falls into place. They take me on that drinking tour. Oh my um, god. It was yeah, it was amazing. Like I met her first, and she you know sat. She like just looked up at me because I'm six foot four, and she yeah. is not. And <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh my god. And we just talked for a while, and just sat down in my crappy apartment. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, she doesn't. I don't care. And uh, sat on like a pillow and we talked and every other sentence that came out of my mouth, you sound just like Richard, my bio dad. Oh. And, uh, and eventually like, do, do, I, do I say anything unique at all? And she's like, she would have said that too. <laughs> no. So yeah. And like eventually I had, so I had to meet him. I had to meet the guy. So we, uh, she and I walk, she, my, a bio mom and a bio kid walk into a bar <laughs> oh, no. and uh, that's where we meet him. And he's just sitting there just kind of in like in his comfort zone uh-huh. I, I now realize like we're meeting yeah. him in a bar because that's where he is comfortable reigns yeah. king right yeah it's a public environment we're gonna have drinks you know and uh you know i'm he's kind of a party king guy mm-hmm. whatever so we meet and he's kind of like all right <laughs> just kind of eye me trying to see what's going on with me and i'm kind of like all right <laughs> just trying to see what's <laughs> going on with him and uh we're, we're talking a little bit and it's kind of you know, there's there's the the distance of just men in general, yeah, in the room, and uh, he goes up for for a, to like to get drinks or something, and uh, I think she actually shooed me up there mm. to go like go help him out or something. I feel like that yeah. happened. I feel like there was definitely a prod there. So I stood next to him, and he's like, "So what do you have? Like uh, gin? What kind? Tangeray? Jesus Christ, that's what I drank at your age." Ugh. He said. And it all melted away right oh, then. Nice. Just like click. Oh, and he just recognized me immediately. Wow. Wow. God. Over gin. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Who do you look like? Both. Both? It's a like, it depends on whose funeral I'm at. If, uh-huh. I'm, if, I'm at. if I'm at my bio mom's funeral, I look like her. If I look at my, if I'm at my bio dad's funeral, I look like him. Sound like him, sound like her, the whole bit. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Was your dad tall? Uh, I'm taller. Really? Yeah, and I, and I have blue eyes, and he has brown. And I asked, I I actually did honestly ask my bio mom, "Am I really the milkman's baby?" <laughs> She's like, "No, no, no. It was it was definitely Richard." So, yeah, it, it was it was a great experience, and uh, and I went and saw them again, and mm. you know, some more times, and until it was just like a. Okay, well, I'm when I'm flying into North Dakota, I got this family to see, and that's, you know, uh, left of Fargo by 60 miles, and then I have to go back to Fargo, and then north of Fargo to Grand Forks, another 90 miles to see that side of the family. Ugh, exhausting. Yeah. Thank God half of them are dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, uh, but it became just this is family. Yeah. Are your story yeah, and your trees the, just has two yeah. different types of I, fruit. Right. Well, and I was thinking about that too. Like the, it's not even two different types of fruit. It's like, a, you know, those like onion skins, Yeah. onion skin maps where you can, or like uh, if you combine one thin sheet of paper and yeah. another thin sheet of paper, you'll have like a, a plan of some sort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's kind of how I see my family tree. Mm. I exist on multiple dimensions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an extra planar creature. <laughs> I'm a challenge rating of four. <laughs> I'm playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons yes. recently, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pursuing that a little bit right now. Uh, I noticed something interesting. You refer to your adoptive mom as mom, but yes. then you refer to your bio mom as Dee Dee. Do you, did you ever call her mom I, Dee Dee there, or was there something holding you back from going full mom? Right. Well, that's the thing, too, is that it's... It is hard. It's hard to call her mom. It was hard mm -hmm. to call her mom because I've got trust issues, mm -hmm. you know? And I, and I see that she's, there was a, I don't think I've ever said this out loud. She's, she had like a little bit of like a tinge of desperation mm. for me. Mm. And I didn't know how to process that. I didn't know how to deal with it. Didn't know how to talk to her about it, which is, which sucks. Cause now she's dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish that I'd had a little bit more time with her to just like, okay, well, let's just talk about this right now. Yeah. And I mean, we talked about a lot. I mean, it wasn't like we never spoke about how weird it all was. But um, like to to me or to her, I was her son. And uh, and I, I when I was talking to other people about her that knew her, I I would you know go back and forth, you know, mom this or bio mom that or just like you know Didi. Versus Brenda, my mom. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And but when just speaking to folks, it's mom and bio mom because that's that. Yeah. That's their it's, role. It's like the easiest distinction. Well, and, well, and frankly, there's no easy prefix mm -hmm. in adoption. Nope. No. Ado mom. That sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's, but, yeah. but then they'll they'll call like some people will like okay, but your real mom. That's not true either. Yeah. No. Right. Well, I don't know that I'm one of them. Is your real no. mom. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, uh. Yeah. Cause they're both real. Yeah. Like yeah. one of them yeah. isn't like a figment. I mean, now, cause it's, she's dead, but. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no good, good phrases. I just find it interesting because my kids, even the one who's the most emotionally attached to her birth mom, never refer to her, their birth mom as mom. They always call her by her name. Mm -hmm. And I always found that fascinating. That even when in referring to her would be like, well, my mom would do this. They would say her, I won't say her first name, sure, but it's fine. she would do that. And I, I find it interesting. Like it's, was there some kind of, there's a disconnect. or just, yeah, is it the disconnect there that you just can't? I feel like there's something, I don't want to say primal, but like core, mm. just very, very core about the roles that like the names that you give the people that raised you or that you yeah. know that early on in your life. Um, it's, it feels like mom is someone's name. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, dad is yeah. someone's name and it's also a role, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. A title. It's a title. It's, it's a, it's a name. It's a lot of things. There's a lot of weight there. And the thing, and the thing is mom carries negative weight with me too. Hmm. And I don't want to, she, Dee, Dee doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Right. She, you know, yeah. so it, and, and I know that she would have loved to have heard me call her mom 
And I, I may have it at a, at a few points. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure I have. But, and she'll always have a, a, a place in my heart, but it's, yeah. it's not, she's not the one that raised me, mm-hmm. un- unfortunately. That's so intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Bio dad's in prison. No, no, no. Oh. Bio dad's not in prison. No. Although, the, here's a, here's who, a fun wait, who's one. in prison? Adopted hold dad. on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Here's what's funny. Ah, on the day of my birth, bio dad was in jail. Oh. He had been arrested on a, on, on a real pot charge that had a bogus arrest. Oh. And he was being released, for, like he was in court. Wow. May 12th, 1975. You uh, identity thieves, May 12th, 1975. <laughs> and um, he got out. He like, you know, the, the gavel, bah, bah, yeah, bah, yeah. and off he went. And he, like, we went home and he laid on the couch just like, ugh. Because he's, he, wow, I'm not in a jail cell anymore. Yeah. That's great. And then uh, Dee Dee's brother comes knocking on the door. Hey, Dee Dee's giving birth. Come on, let's go. <sighs> all right <laughs> and up he gets again and off he oh goes so yeah so we were both released from a particular <laughs> oh, no. that day <laughs> that was awesome though it was but my goodness <laughs> yeah no he he loved that story he, he adored that story um yeah so that's that's the the jail story yeah uh the dad is in prison currently he's actually getting out in a few months um, he he started his incarceration about the time I moved to Los Angeles, so we have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> he's in jail because or he's in prison, I should say prison, because uh, he decided that a good way to earn re- you know re- post retirement income is to do uh, interstate meth trafficking. Oh, that wow. that Breaking Bad didn't work out for him, did it? No, no, he, he was no Walter White. It was it was more Breaker Breaker. Bad. <laughs> Because he was in a truck at the time. No. He, he drove uh, meth from North Dakota wow. to the West Coast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because he needed money for medical care. Yeah. Now I, and, and now that he's he's in the joint. That jer- is the story of Breaking Bad. Right. And now he's in the joint. And like he like Walter White should have let himself be arrested <laughs> because he would have received top notch medical care <laughs> and for free. And so is my dad. Like yeah. he's he's getting this surgery and that surgery. And oh yeah. my goodness, is he, he kind of not want to come out? No, he wants to come out. Okay, he, he doesn't realize that he sounds happier on the phone in jail <laughs> than he ever did on the outside. Oh, no. He doesn't realize this. And if I tell him, he won't understand the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> what? No, I'll be happier out there because I'll be free. To do what? <laughs> and then you get to pay the medical bills. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That too. But yeah, so uh, wow. that's that's that particular story. It has uh, <laughs> happily, it has nothing to do with my adoption. <laughs> oh man! The Mother Effin Podcast is hosted and produced by Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to visit us online at mothereffinpodcast.com.